The Grandmother Stories Seeking Light in Dark Times Hello, I'm Katherine Matheson. Writer, grandmother, crone, aspiring wise woman. I've walked this earth through six decades and even the fools among us can see the situation in this world that our children will inherit is dire. This podcast is for my grandchildren to share my deepest secrets, the lessons I've learned, and the brilliant pieces of incredible joy I've managed to find even in my darkest hours. I'm sending this out to all of you, dear grandchildren, because I know you have come into this life with a purpose, just like every single child on the planet today. It's easy to forget sometimes that your voice, your gifts, your insights, Your presence in the world matters. The world needs your light because we are all seeking light in dark times. Episode 2 The Secret Power of Your Ancestors and How It Helps You The story of how you got here is actually an important piece of world history. It's an incredible story, really, especially if you think about what it took for you simply to get here to this moment, for you to become a human child on the planet Earth, and to realize that all of your great-grandparents, all the way back into antiquity, as far back as the history of your people can reach, Your ancestors, every single one of them, have added a piece of themselves to all the things you carry within you right this moment. If we take a look back 210 years, we are now standing in a time that took place seven generations before you arrived on this planet. And if you could go back, you would discover that seven generations ago, Your five times great-grandparents were alive. You have 128 of them. And when they had children, 64 of these children became your four times great-grandparents, who gave birth to the 32 children who would grow up to become your three times great-grandparents. About 90 years before you were born, your eight great-grandparents came into the world. And then 60 years before you arrived, your four grandparents were born. One of them was me. And then came your parents. If you add them up, you have 254 people through seven generations before you. And together, over the past 210 years, they created all the perfect circumstances for you to come into the world. Let's look at it another way. Imagine yourself as a small child, about the height of your parents' knees. You are maybe two years old, and your parents have their arms around each other as you stand between them, looking up. In this moment, they're looking down at you, and you can see the love in their eyes. If you were to draw it on a piece of paper, you would put yourself in a circle of one, inside their circle of two. The next circle would have four for each of their parents, and then eight. So here you are, looking only three generations out, 
and you have 14 smiling faces across three generations, three circles. By the time you've drawn seven circles, there they are, those 254 faces, including those of your parents, <laughs> focused on you. This is what it means to understand you are surrounded by your ancestors. If you were to keep drawing circles and putting your great-grandparents, parents, parents, parents inside them, then by the time you reach circle number 24, you've traveled back in time by about 720 years. 24 generations ago, your ancestors were living in the 12th century. And within those 24 circles, you now have 70,000 people, each one of them a great-grandparent, an ancestor, a person whose life is connected to yours, and because they lived, you are here. What a picture. Here you are, dear grandchildren, standing in your circle, and you are in the center of it. And all around you, there are tens of thousands of ancestors in ever-widening circles and growing numbers. It's like a tapestry of people twining together through the centuries. I've heard it said that for every child born into the world, nine ancestors have come together and agreed this child's life and gifts are meant to come into the world. What would it feel like for you if you knew among the tens of thousands of ancestors that made you, there are nine people across the many ages of your family, nine people in particular who have taken a loving interest in you? What stories would they tell? What answers would they give? This is what it means to feel the call of your ancestors. And if you would like to answer this call, there's a way that is opening for you to help you connect with them. And it has nothing to do with following a paper trail of birth certificates or a DNA trail of genealogy research. In the first episode, we talked about talking to the wind by listening with your heart. When you talk to your ancestors, you also begin with your heart. Unlike listening to the wind, however, Listening to your ancestors means listening to what's happening inside of you, because hearing your ancestors is not about hearing anything there on the outside in the wide world. Your ancestors live inside, in your heart, in your bones. Their voices can be heard deep within your inner universe. Let's take that picture we've built, the picture with all the circles, the ones that contain hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of your ancestors as they're woven all around you. And instead of seeing those circles spiraling outwards, flip them from the outside to the inside so that now you are a circle of one and all those circles are now spiraling ever inwards. Let that 
tapestry unfold. Let it wind its way through your imagination to float gently to its appointed place, deep inside your personal inner space. This inner universe is vast. It's a magical place. It is a part of the journey of finding the source of your light, your purpose. And we begin with some of your best allies in this place, the ones who can help you navigate toward the hope and the light and the power that you hold. This is where you can begin to learn about the secret power of your ancestors and how it can help you. So let's begin in a way that we began in the last episode. Are you ready? A long, long time ago, long before the world that exists now, imagine there were schools where wise old ones taught the young ones all they needed to know about talking with their ancestors. The old ones knew their ancestors held important knowledge that would help them survive whatever was happening in the world around them. And their students were ready to move to the next level when they were able to bring back a story or an answer to a question. Students were taught that there are as many different paths to the ancestors as there are people in the world. Your path to your ancestors will be your own, and you must find it for yourself. My pathway to connecting with my ancestors began with a dream about my grandmother, my mother's mother, Ruby Kathleen Haight Blair. My grandmother Ruby died when I was 20, but in that dream, when I was 24, her light shone so bright, she helped me do what I needed to do to begin to heal. I had lost a twin pregnancy and I was struggling with depression. I had been stuck, but when I woke after she came to me in that dream, I was able to move forward. I will tell you more about Ruby and that dream of her in a later episode because the point I want to make now is that she stepped forward and she stayed with me for many years and she became a doorway that helped me find my way into my own inner universe. That pathway became a long hallway made of stones Each stone represents an ancestor. Sometimes a stone will glow for me, and when I approach it, an ancestor appears to tell stories or answer questions. Once, as I walked into the deepest reaches of this stone hallway, I met an ancient grandmother who had lived during a time so long ago there exist no human records of her time or her people. As ancient as she was, she looked to me like a young woman, barely in her twenties. I can't say she was beautiful, but she looked vibrant, and she had a kind of feeling around her that seemed to be filled with strength and purpose. She told me her name was Venya. She told me a story about a time when she needed help from her ancestors. I lived in the time of this world before it faced its third ending, she said. 
Our wise ones knew two endings that had come to the world before our people, and they had always known the third ending would come because there are cycles in the lifetime of the planet. Our elders believed the children of my generation were the last, that we had chosen to be alive in that moment, that it was our task to create new ways of understanding that would help our people survive the third ending of the world. She had been told this from the time she was a small child, and even though she knew it was probably true, she hoped the elders were wrong. As a student in the ancient school, she learned how to travel through her own deep universe and how to seek wisdom. And one day, there came a moment when she connected with the Grandmother of Grandmothers, a primordial keeper of the ways, who had lived so long ago. Her people had long been forgotten by Venya's people. The grandmother of grandmothers welcomed her, and it felt to Venya as if she had found a safe haven, a place where she could pour out all her worries and fears about the fact that her world was ending. And then she asked the question she most needed answered. How is it possible that I could make any difference at all when such big and terrible things are happening to end this world? Venya stopped talking, and she looked at me without smiling. What did she tell you? I asked. Venya nodded, as if I'd passed a test or shown that I was still listening. The grandmother of grandmothers had a surprisingly deep voice, she said. I have never forgotten the way her words resonated in my chest. Then Venya drew herself up as if she were trying to make herself taller. She fixed her eyes on mine, and then she opened her arms wide. I suddenly felt very small, as if I were shrinking, and she were growing much, much bigger. And when she spoke again, in the voice of the grandmother of grandmothers, Venya's voice seemed to come from all directions at once. Do not be frightened, little one, said the grandmother of grandmothers. There are always beginnings and endings. Everything is part of a cycle. Movement is one of the great laws, so that there can be another new beginning. It is understandable to feel fear and a sadness for what is ending. You are strong enough to do this. If you were not strong enough, you would not be here. That was the moment, said Venya, that the grandmother of grandmothers began to teach her what she needed to know about the third ending of the world. What did she teach you? I asked her. This is why I have come to you now, Venya said. The children of your time are living in a deeply troubled age of the world. There are stories you must share with them to help them find their way. And so, dear grandchildren, 
This is how the grandmother stories were born. This is the secret power of the ancestors. They have already lived through many beginnings and endings. And they know that for every ending, there is a new beginning. And they also know that one day we will all join their ranks. Once a parent becomes a grandparent, they've begun the long trek across ever-widening circles into the tapestry. And even though they seem to fade from view, they remain forever connected to their children and to all the children of all the generations that come after. As those circles move ever outward, it may seem to you, dear grandchildren, that those old ones on those far distant circles don't know you. And if you don't know them, then how can they be important anymore? If you can feel the love of a grandparent, then you know about the love all your ancestors hold for you. An ancestor's love for those who come after is like a secret power. It is hidden from you because your ancestors are not physically present to speak these words to you. But it does exist. This power is in the fact that it is hidden from you and that it continues to exist anyway. And in the fact that in each moment of your life, you carry it with you. Thousands upon thousands of ancestors make up the tapestry of your being and their faces are turned toward you and they are smiling. And even if you can't see them or hear their voices, I want you to know that they will gladly step forward. Who knows, one day when I am deeply woven into the farthest reaches of your tapestries, dear grandchildren, it may transpire that the face you see on the ancestor who steps forward to walk with you will be mine. Thank you for listening to Episode 2 of The Grandmother Stories. I'm Catherine Matheson, writer, grandmother, crone, aspiring wise woman. This podcast is for my grandchildren to share my deepest secrets, the lessons I've learned, and the brilliant pieces of incredible joy I've managed to find, even in my darkest hours. I'm sending this out to all of you, dear grandchildren, because I know you have come into this life with a purpose, just like every single child on the planet today. It's easy to forget sometimes that your voice, your gifts, your insights, and your presence in the world matters. The world needs your light because we're all seeking light in dark times. See you soon.